0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling, myself Suprit and this is the Friday Night Smackdown review for May 22, 2020. If this is your first time on the channel then make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on the bell for all notifications. We here in Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff including reviews for Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AEW Dynamite and New Japan as well. We also have a flagship podcast called the Slam Up Wrestling Podcast. So, make sure to check that out. So, I'm joined by Abhishek Aneja, aka Abby Maniac. What's up, Abby?
1: I'm fine, Supreet. How about you?
0: I'm doing good for now. But it has been a shitty week as a pro wrestling fan. Yeah,
1: it is indeed. It is. With regards to... The passing away of Shad Gasper, and even today,
0: the news came out that um, Stardom wrestler Hana Kimura passed away at age 22.
1: Yes, it is uh, sad. It it was because of uh, I guess cyber bullying was the. Uh, main uh,
0: cause, yeah.
1: which is the causation as per uh, reports and as per uh, her last tweets, I guess. Yes. Which is being uh, speculated about. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. That's the story. Mm-hmm. It is... Uh, cyberbullying and it also uh, with regards to the uh, i guess being a celebrity or a public figure it also is a, a very difficult uh, to in this age of social media and also she was only 22 years old so it is very difficult to deal with uh, such nonsense on social media what can we you know chad gaspard uh, the only uh, last thing they said that he saved uh, his son that was the uh, biggest uh, message that uh, came out of uh, whatever happened that he was a great father and as uh, what i have read based on what the people that he knew and people who knew him that he was a great person and in even the last moments he saved his son he saved his son it is a is a sad thing that People lost their lives, Shad lost his life. Mm. What can I say really? There is isn't uh, really a thing that you can say regarding such things with regards to people passing away. The only uh, solace you can say that uh, may their souls... Uh, rest in peace they are in a a better place and they their legacy and their character will be celebrated here and moreover i should say that the people who knew them would have and the pay and the people who didn't give two shits before they should have given more and they should have thought about them more and that uh, i do not want to say more uh, with regards to such things because that's it. nothing we
0: can just send our condolences to their family and friends and that's it
1: yes yes absolutely They are the main people who are affected, not the people, most people on social media who didn't give two flying Fs before. Most, I'm saying most, not all. There were many, and I am taking into account both the people, not even singling out. I saw many people, and it happens. It happens on social media, and it is good. That you are giving condolences to the family and you are celebrating their legacy, it is good. But when they were, their physical bodies were here, you would have celebrated them and given two and more F's more than also. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 uh, it goes off as being very superficial. You know. Yeah.
0: So let's talk SmackDown. Yes. Um, what did you think about the show?
1: Um. Just like. Uh, this week on Monday Night Rob, it was a first time for me in weeks, in weeks or months, that I have watched the full show of uh, SmackDown. Uh, it was live, and I saw that there weren't um, many, um, I guess, stories being very, uh, being the center stage. Moreover, It was the wrestling. Being the center stage as Fox, when it it took uh, Smackdown under its umbrella, they said that it would, moreover, be a sports-oriented show and it would have more wrestling. And uh, it was a good show, in my opinion, overall. And I was also thinking what uh, i have uh, seen on social media with regards to the hacker what is happening with regards to the hacker and the other storylines with otis and mandy rose and sonia devil sonia devil is cutting uh, very good promos i have uh, read and on social media and uh, sonia has improved a lot with regards to her character. And moreover, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend is uh, very well, uh, you know, it is all over social media that he's one of the best characters. So he needs to be protected and he needs to be exposed only when it's needed. And, you know, and other things, so I was having an open mind and I was uh, very interested to see that what will happen on this show. And what was your opinion regarding the show?
0: Normally, watching Smackdown every week is like watching a horror movie. (laughs) But but for this episode, uh, I actually kind of enjoyed this week's episode like you said there were some good parts that's all i can say
1: mm-hmm. let's so, go segment by segment
0: yeah so show opens up with the dirt sheet starring john morrison and the miss miss and morrison started bashing both otis and brownstone and bronze roman many bronze uh, so Ms. and Morrison had their own puppets, and it was typical WWE toilet humor Brown Strowman, <laughs> Strowman, comes out. Uh, he says They are kind of funny, and their show is not half as bad Brown tells them to ask him some questions Miz and Morrison reply that you are not booked for the show Brown uh, Brown orders them to ask him about Bray White and puppets Miss then warns Brown about Wyatt and gave his personal experience as an example. Morrison jumped. Uh, Morrison jumped in and continued bashing Brown, saying he isn't half the he-, he isn't half the man that misses. is. Brown took this as a challenge, and we got Miss versus Braun Strowman. This went three minutes. Half the time, Miss tried to run away from Brown until he got some offense. With a little help, with a little help from Morrison. Finally, Brown hit the power slam to get the win and that's all, folks.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, in this segment, uh, we got to know that uh, Miz and John Morrison or Johnny Mundo are basically targeting... Two people. First is Mr. Money in the Bank Otis and Braun Strowman, the universal champion. So first of all, they also questioned that why Otis teamed up with Braun Strowman and is Braun Strowman stupid that he teamed up with Otis because Otis is the one who is basically a threat that he will someday cash in his Money in the Bank on him. So Basically, first, they are trying to get a rift between Braun Strowman and Otis that there is some story for the future. And then they also brought up the point of Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman that Bray Wyatt has changed Ms. Uh, and he has brought out a very uh, vicious side of him and he brought him to a place that he was uh, never familiar with. And there was John Morrison who debuted and he kind of saved him. He was a savior or else Miss Wood would not have been in a good place that he is. So Wyatt and Braun Strowman... Uh, would also be happening in the near future and Bray Wyatt would most obviously would be in the persona of The Fiend. And as you just uh, run down all the uh, stuff that Braun Strowman and uh, miss got in a match and they won and basically in the end Morrison challenged Braun Strowman for a handicap match for the pay-per-view backlash in a handicap match for the Universal Championship, two versus one, that they Maze and Morrison would be co-universal champions. Uh, Let's see what happens. And with regards to the segment, with regards to the... uh, starting basically they were funny in my opinion but yes the fact is that whatever they did with the puppets and and all yes it's childish it is being the children and the casual audience so it you know it can humor you it cannot hum- humor some people that's it
0: so, I get it that this is just a mini feud before uh, Braun Strowman gets to the pin. But Jesus Christ, couldn't they come up with something creative? Do we, re- yes, do we they- really? Do we really need a handicap match for the Universal Championship against Miz and Morrison?
1: Uh, Miz and Morrison recently have uh, lost the championship. In my opinion, the tag team championship. Yes. So basically. Uh, They are uh, a credible duo or a credible, uh, you can say, entity on SmackDown. So, they just pushed them in a feud because, first of all, they are uh, heels and, second of all, they are irritating. So, basically, to establish Braun Strowman as a legit champion or a legit quote-unquote good guy or baby face. so they just pushed them in a two-on-one, because basically, in a one-on-one situation, uh, Braun Strowman would easily steamroll anyone. So, now it is being portrayed that, oh, maybe that two people would, the, or the former tag team champions can, can beat the current universal champion but yes we all know that it is not happening so there's that
0: Hon- honestly and morrison are not a threat as you mentioned like if you see their book are, the-
1: are they trying to uh, you know i agree with your point
0: yeah that but
1: they're basically- trying to build they're trying to build them up basically not a threat, but to establish Braun Strowman as a, a baby face, as a legit monster baby face. So he needs to uh, vanquish some bad guys. So they are picking the best out of the bunch. That in the eyes of the fans, that when will People care that who people hate the most. Who will draw out the heat, basically. So, and who were on TV, that people would care. They were the tag team champions. So, people knew them. People were caring. Somewhat also, or somewhat. So, they just pushed them. And Mason Morrison... Yes, they are cashing in huge checks and they would be open to working in the environment that we are in right now. So they just pushed them in a handicap feud against the top dog of their brand, uh, Braun Strowman.
0: But still, it will not, at the end of the day, it will not matter because... uh, I don't see some beating someone like Miz and Morrison in their current state will elevate a certain champion. In this case, Bronze Roman. So that's my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So from that, uh, we get uh, to the Intercontinental Championship match tournament. Um, so we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. But before that, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on WWE stripping Sami Zayn. From the intercontinental championship you think do you think it's a work or it is just them punishing Sami Zayn for not showing up for work
1: um punishing uh, i don't know basically you need you need tv programming you know You need TV programmings. It is not a work in my opinion. It it is not a work. If it were a work, they would have acknowledged it on TV regarding Sami Zayn and his tweets also. They didn't at all. They only said that he has been uh, stripped of the title. That's it. So I don't think it is a work. And with regards to punishing him, uh, basically it is that Um, both the companies in my opinion uh, AAW and WWE gave an option Uh, there were uh, there was a report on uh, I guess uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter that both the companies gave an option obviously to their wrestlers that they have an option to work or either not work Uh, Wrestling basically wrestling, you can come here and not wrestle also. You have that option. So, uh, in AEW's case, Tony Khan, he gave an assurance to his wrestlers that even if you do not come to work, either to wrestle or cut promos, your sports will not be affected. Case in point, Nyla Rose and Hangman Adam Page. They were not on AEW television for one month. And their spots were not taken. Their belts were not stripped or taken away. And now, with the case of WWE, wrestlers were given an option, but WWE is not giving in with regards to uh, the Intercontinental Champion not coming at all. uh, Because Sami Zayn said that I will not even come for uh, promos also. WWE is being very strict and, uh, you know, whatever. So, yes, Sami Zayn is in a tough spot. And Sami Zayn has been a quote-unquote rebel and very uh, opinionated. With regards to his beliefs, uh, he was also working, uh, he is currently also working with uh, Sami uh, for Syria, Sami with Syria.com. And uh, he has an opinion, he works as an activist. So if he wants to not work and not come for work, so it is his opinion and WWE thought that we need TV programming. We need an intercontinental champion to work singles matches or storylines on TV. So we need to strip of the championship. So they kind of uh, did because there weren't other champions. Uh, they were tag team champions. And you cannot have universal champion like Braun Strowman challenging people every other week because it loses the legitimacy of the championship and also the legitimacy of Braun Strowman. So they were in a tough spot and they did. What kind of did it is, uh, in my opinion, a little unfair. But... It is what it is now. They are having such a programming that they are having such a beautiful tournament. We are having matches like Daniel Bryan uh, competing and we have AJ Styles, Nakamura. We have Jeff Hardy, Sheamus. It is is good programming and it is such uh, quote-unquote good shit and people would be watching. SmackDown is having higher ratings now. And raw is going low and low and low. So there's that.
0: Another point uh, you mentioned: uh, Sami works for Syria. Uh, so he supports uh, the Syrian people. So that doesn't go well with the WWE because they are no. in bed with Saudi Arabia. So
1: yes, yes, makes
0: sense.
1: Yes. I agree he has been a rebel, he is an opinionated person and many people uh, maybe in WWE do not uh, like or are very much fond of him because he is opinionated, he is intelligent and he has his own you know, power with words and if you have power with words and if you are opinionated, many people hate you or do not like you, but the fact is, if you have an opinion, if you have uh, such power, you can do stuff and you can pave your own path, basically. He can do whatever he wants.
0: So quickly getting back to stats, this is Nakamura, this went about 14 minutes. Lot of exchanges early on. At one point, Styles locked in ca- Styles locked in the calf crusher, but Nakamura made the ropes. Nakamura got two near falls, even after hitting a sliding knee and a landslide. So, um, I love this spot uh, where Nakamura had Styles in a triangle hold. Styles countered it and hit the modified version. Style clash. Got mm. a near fall.
1: Wow! Uh, yeah, that was great.
0: So final um Finafots of the match saw Styles on the apron while Nakamura was charging towards him. Styles blocked it and hit the phenomenon forum and advanced to the semifinals. Great match at least for SmackDown standard. What do you think? Mm,
1: I agree. I agree it was a great match. And If you were thinking in your mind that uh, it would be a very pay-per-view level or very high-worthy match, high-quality match, it would not have been because there was no crowd, first of all. And the eyeballs also. That is also giving to a point that maybe in the future, you save that. You save that for the future, for a bigger... You know, a bigger a bigger bout, a bigger story, when you have a story, when you have everything, then you give an uh, A-plus performance. Now you save it. Now you save it, you give a great performance. AJ Styles, Nakamura, they are one of the best in the business. They give their best. But they also know you have to save it. You have to save it for a future bout. And AJ Styles is officially now traded for SmackDown. And Nakamura is a former Intercontinental Champion. In this match, it was a villain versus villain dynamic. In my opinion, AJ okay. Styles Nakamura's uh, story it dates back to New Japan Pro Wrestling, and AJ Styles is, in my opinion, most probably traded to SmackDown to elevate and establish new stars, and SmackDown is getting momentum, and they are getting higher uh, ratings than Monday Night Raw, so they are building momentum towards it, and Braun Strowman, in my opinion, doesn't have... uh, I guess many credible opponents on the roster. So it might also add into that. And SmackDown now is on Fox is a sports oriented show. And it wants to also, as I said, continue in the momentum of increased ratings. And now most probably would be the A show. Raw is heavily... Uh, Storyline oriented, and here I saw that wrestling is the most, uh, you know, heavily oriented here on SmackDown Live. AJ Styles won with a phenomenal forearm by a pinfall, and now in round two next week we will have AJ Styles versus Elias.
0: Yes. So another. Um, so who do you think? Uh... Raw trades in return for AJ Styles. In my mind, uh, it would be great if they get someone like Cesaro or Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm, uh,
1: Maybe. Yes, it would be. Uh, Cesaro can be a good pick. And Paul Heyman can finally work with Cesaro. Finally. (laughs) And... uh, but with regards to the s- style of the show, Nakamura and Cesaro are in the better place, in my opinion, because SmackDown is a sports-oriented show, and both the people, Nakamura and Cesaro, are also uh, the sports-oriented, and wrestling is their main... Uh, you can say their main MO with regards to being a star and showing the audience. Storytelling would is not uh, probably till yet, we have not seen that their uh, biggest thing. But if they are traded to Raw, if it is taken out of them by Paul Heyman so i don't know any new opportunity is great you should do that but right now they are on smackdown it is a sports oriented show and if they are given an opportunity it would be good they should give an opportunity to them basically yeah the only thing they need is tv time the only thing they need is a credible storyline that's the main thing now if you trade them to raw or smackdown or anywhere else it is on you but basically wherever you trade them you need a proper storyline you need a proper vision with regards to their character that's it just taking them with regards to only say it on screen from the commentators that AJ went to Smackdown that's why we have this and this on Raw. It doesn't serve you in the long run.
0: Yeah, right, right. So, why I mentioned Nakamura was uh, I think he could do better with someone like Paul So Mm -hmm.
1: Okay.
0: So, moving on. Uh, backstage, Bailey and Sasha Banks were having a conversation. Uh, Bailey said to Sasha, "Bailey said to Sasha not to be out there for a match with Charlotte." Bailey leaves uh, while Sha- Sasha gave her a dead stare. Mm-hmm. We get we get Bailey versus a player. This went uh, about fifteen minutes. A okay match. Uh, Bailey wins with a surprise roll up, and that was it. At least Charlotte didn't win. Um, what do you think about
1: it? <laughs> At least Charlotte didn't do it <laughs> um in my opinion, this match uh for me was good was good it was great as uh, it uh, Charlotte first uh started the match with the attack and she was also attacking with uh the real life trash dog that why was bailey not called up with the other three in the initial call up on monday night raw saying that she, bailey was not ready uh, one thing happened uh, in this match there was it uh, there was a nine count when the commercial break happened and bailey was nowhere to be seen she was dumped on the other side of the barricade by charlotte flair it seems that nobody gives a fuck about the nine count that the referee is doing it was up till nine when immediately the commercial break was uh you know called it was up till nine and she was nowhere i i thought that we would come back from the break and the match would be over. Because some time ago, I had also read a report that a referee would count to 10 or the traditional three-count pinfall regardless. Regardless if the wrestler does or doesn't answer the count. I don't know what the fuck happened here. Maybe the report was just bullshit because it was all over uh, the quote-unquote dirt sheets or news uh, things that whatever happened, but moving on from that, that this match was great. It was nice to see that these wrestlers were wrestling and there was also trash-talking sledge and this is basically the art of wrestling the storytelling it was being done to perfection and in the last podcast when we talked about Charlotte Flair when I said to you that Charlotte was being used for elevating talent for pushing storylines what happened today was exactly that they elevated Bailey by getting Bailey in a great match, and then Bailey got the pinfall with using the ropes with a roll up and also putting more spice in the storyline of Sasha Banks and Bailey. So it is going to fruition with regards to using Charlotte Flair on all the shows in my opinion and it also happened in front of our very eyes. Nobody can say
0: oh. that
1: Charlotte Flair being used on SmackDown was a bad thing. This match was great and she being used for this story also with regards to a future Sasha Banks versus Bailey match, was also being done in a good way. Now, B- Bailey is being skeptical and giving in to Charlotte Flair's narrative that she cannot win on her own in the initial part and uh, not calling Sasha to ringside. It also adds fuel to their story.
0: So backstage, Bailey and Sasha were celebrating. Uh, there also came a moment where both women were going to have an argument, but nothing happened. So WWE, like you said, are slowly milking this feud.
1: Yes. And we uh, before the uh, Charlotte and Bailey match, there was also a video package regarding Monday Night Raw that. Uh, there is a three way match between Naya Jax, Natalia, and Charlotte, and the winner would be facing Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, for WWE Backlash. And uh, most probably Naya would be winning that match, in my opinion.
0: Does Charlotte even need to be in that match?
1: No, no, but she is being used on Monday Night Raw to push the story with Liv Morgan and have a quality wrestling match in a three-way match. You have Natalia, who is a veteran. You have Nia Jax, who is an unsafe worker or is a... <laughs> I always use that moniker because every uh, it pops the smarts across the globe. And... Third is Charlotte Flair. You will hate Charlotte Flair to that. You will see that match. It would be quality. And the winner is getting an opportunity to face Asuka. So, it is it. Natalia is involved in a feud with Shayna Baszler. Charlotte is with Liv Morgan. And Naya is with Asuka. So, everything is... At stake in this match. Every element is there in this triple threat match. So it is good.
0: So that was Raw. Um, back to SmackDown. Uh, we had a mixed tag team match. Uh, Sonia Davis and Dolph Ziggler versus Otis and Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy Rose was wearing a denim inspired gear. <laughs> so she was looking
1: like... Broken
0: man heart. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) sorry I didn't. (laughs) Uh, So Dolph and Otis started the match where Otis was on a roll. Uh, Tag was made to the girls and we had a cat fight between Rose and Deville. Uh, While Ziggler took out Otis, final parts of the match saw Rose and Deville legal in the match while Otis and Ziggler were still fighting outside. Uh, devil hit a knee strike on Rose. Uh, Otis tried to make the save, but Ziggler didn't allow. Devil and Ziggler got the win, furthering the feud, and that was it.
1: Mm. Now, I am, uh, first of all, I got to know the fact that the hacker was also involved in this feud, yeah. that he, um, exposed, I guess, uh, Ziggler or Sonia's plan. Which would have led to Ziggler and Mandy Rose being together? What happened there? I, I, I just want to know, basically.
0: So, uh, um, like you said, the hacker, Mandy Rose, got to know from this hacker that uh, Sonia Deville was cheat, uh, like betraying her,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, backstabbing her. But, so from, okay. th- from from that we got uh, to wrestlemania and blah 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 mm
1: mm-hmm. so now still this feud is being extended like a rubber band basically so yeah. what is happening is, is is there something being added to here in this storyline because uh, you would be the expert here because what is being added here is has something Uh, You know, changed. Now, at WrestleMania, I saw WrestleMania that uh, Otis won, and basically he got, uh, he and uh, Mandy Rose shared a great moment. And now a mixed tag is happening. Sonia Deville is getting on her phone and she is uh, cutting promos and she is getting on with uh, Mandy Rose. And what, Did something happen here? Because here, I only saw that Sunia Devil pinned Mandy Rose with the Shining Wizard clean. Basically, this is what happened. And Otis uh, lost. He has a briefcase. He is Mr. Money in the Bank. But he, in a way, he lost in this match. So, is something being added upon that? Were they on a winning streak and now they just lost a match? This is what uh, what happened. What is happening?
0: So I uh, I talked about all this uh, in this week's Slam of Wrestling podcast, episode number four. You can check that out. So back to your point. So um, I think there is another element of the storyline where we could see maybe otis excuse me maybe Tucker or mandy rose to which um, to cost um, otis the money in the bank briefcase or the cash in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay
1: no oh, it can happen Tucker is where has has there been a backstage update? Is he injured or is he not opting to work with regards to the environment or they have nothing for him? What, what is the regard? What is the story uh, with regards to Tucker Knight?
0: The only thing I have heard that you can see that Otis is getting a singles push mm. in a way, in a way, somewhat heavy machinery is no more a thing, mm-hmm.
1: it's
0: not official, but can say that
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, nothing else on Tucker night
1: okay so basically okay so Tucker Knight is just sitting at catering and he is waiting for an opportunity
0: yes
1: okay while Otis is Enjoying with his briefcase and with his speech. Yes. Mandy Rose. Okay. Okay. So much for friendship, you know.
0: So, um, we get to Jeff Hardy who is in the back cutting a promo. He talks about his comeback. He puts over the Intercontinental Championship saying it was the first single title he ever won. And he would love to win it back again. Um, anything you want to say about this?
1: Mm, it is uh, basically a textbook a babyface promo, and that he wants another chance, and many things. Then, uh, in commentary, I saw that what is basically the storyline with regards to this uh, match, if there is. And then I got to know that uh, Seamus called out Jeff for dropping the ball on on his, all his opportunities. He brought up his drug charges, his felonies, his releases. Then Jeff asking uh, in this, uh, the asking the fans for a second chance or a last chance, basically, to stick with him for his journey. And then uh, Jeff Hardy said to Seamus that he is also not in a good place with respect to dropping the opportunities too. That Sheamus has also come out of a career-threatening injury, which was assumed by many that Sheamus' career is over. So there's that. In my opinion, with regards to the creative aspect of uh, the story, with only regards to Sheamus shaming Jeff Hardy it is very easy and it is not very creative because saying to Jeff Hardy with regards to drug charges and with regards to him being released, it has been uh, used by wrestlers throughout. It was used by CM Punk in 2008-2009 with the Straightest Society. Then it was used recently by Samoa Joe So is there not anything else or maybe it is just what Jeff Hardy is being associated with. So that's why we are uh, every legit guy. If he feuds with Jeff Hardy, he will bring up that. Is that what it is? Because you have nothing else uh, with regards to making a story. Is that what it is? I think. Yes, yes.
0: Sorry to cut you off, but I think it doesn't matter actually seeing the current circumstances we are in, this empty arena shows.
1: It doesn't matter. In my opinion, then it doesn't matter overall. So then you just have to just uh, throw two guys and, you know, go, go and just wrestle. Because if you are a multi million dollar, billion dollar company, So you should, and you have a trillion, you know, a you know a dozen writers to to write creative. You have a creative team, quote unquote. So you should come up with something creative with regards to stories. Even if now the environment is as such, why can't something happen with regards to? Some accident happens backstage, or some altercation happens backstage. Something, something, something happens. Why are you succumbing to the same thing every other month? Every other month because it was just because it just happened because he is just back from a rehab or something like that. Because it is just current news and it is real. So, uh, because he came from a relapse one, two, three times. So, you will use the same thing one, two, three, four times. Is that what it is? Because it looks real. But at the end of the day, a day will come when you will have to. Come up with something creative with regards to storytelling, with regards to Jeff Hardy. You will not have to go again and again with regards to being drug charges, releases, dropping the opportunities, etc. etc. It was done in 2008 2009 from CM Punk straight as society. He did it brilliantly. His storytelling was absolutely splendid. Nobody can touch that. Because he believed that in his mind. So, what are you trying to accomplish? I don't know. Come up with... Or or maybe if you are also... Uh, I guess... Trying to use this... Real life circumstances, then try to present it in a different way. Not just having the wrestler just come to the ring and just confronting that this is this, this is this, it happened to you, you happened this, you are dropping the opportunity, I'm feeling sad for you. What it, it is just, it is simple. That's what I am going to say. It is simple. Or maybe it, you are doing it simple because you think that people can digest only simple. We talk about this at length in one of our previous podcasts. So I should not go on any longer in this rant. I am very sorry.
0: I think the p- points mentioned uh, should be sent to Mr. Bruce Pritchard immediately. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe then we will get a better smackdown probably so next we had the forgotten sons uh, they had a promo package as well um, so this uh, video package or promo package uh, whatever you want to say this red viewers description only so the three men talked about uh, the tough times basically they are saying the same stuff that ...they are saying since their days in NXT. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That was it. So, uh, what is their uh, status regarding the tag team division? Uh, The last thing that I have... uh, ...read online that... ...they decimated all the other tag teams uh, in the ring... ...and they are, in my opinion, the... ...in my opinion or whatever I read... ...the biggest threat in the tag team division of SmackDown. And now we are not seeing any tag teams because it is a two-hour show and the tournament is happening and nothing else. New champions were crowned in the New Day, in my opinion. And uh, nothing else. What is happening?
0: Basically, there are only four active tag teams right now. New Day, uh, Lucha House Party, Miz Morrison, Mm-hmm. And the Forgotten Sons. The Usos are out because one of the Usos is injured.
1: Okay. Heavy uh, machinery,
0: uh, machinery using what they are doing with Otis with a singles mm-hmm. run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's the state of the tag team division.
1: Okay. Uh, this you said only with regards to SmackDown or the whole WWE?
0: This is the SmackDown. Let, don't get me started on Raw
1: uh and that's the they are busy playing basketball and then throwing axes. Right? I I understand. I understand. And the injury with regards to the also it happened at uh, uh, recent some pay per view.
0: Mania, mania.
1: Oh, uh-huh, Yes, mania, mania. I agree, I agree. The ladder match. Yep. Mm -hmm. so they are out so basically there are four tag teams Mm -hmm. Uh, there was also a point uh, which the I guess formerly known as revival the tag team uh, they said on Talk is Jericho that the natural tag teams which exist in WWE WWE do not care much about them or push them really. The they maybe push uh, they may push or they may put focus on tag teams which grow out of singles wrestlers, but they do not give more fucks about tag teams which have grown organically Uh, There was that was their point basically that uh, take for instance Alexa bliss and uh, Nikki cross they were both singles wrestlers they were great in their own right and They are given now the spotlight But take for instance the tag team iconics. They are not given uh, a very good spotlight or given much opportunities. Or the tag team, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks, which also, uh, I would say it was a single tag team, but it became organic because of their real-life friendship. It was also not uh, very much the focus because they wanted the focus, they wanted to make the championship legit and relevant but it wasn't to be it wasn't to be tag team champ tag teams or tag team divisions in the world of the revival formerly known as it is basically wwe doesn't care much about it really and that was one of the main things which AEW picked up and said out loud that we will make you care about tag team wrestling. We will make it our mission that tag team matches and tag team uh, championship would be the main focus and tag team matches would also someday make for main events of shows. So that also proves the point that why tag teams are not there on WWE programming. It is a sad thing because tag team wrestling is a great art. It is fun to see it, but it is sad on WWE programming.
0: So we get to the main event. Uh, another Intercontinental Championship tournament match, uh, Seamus versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, Seamus dominated the entirety of this match until Jeff Hardy got a roll-up to win in advance to the semifinals. So, Jeff Hardy is definitely one of the top favourites to win this entire tournament. Uh, what, what do you think about um, Seamus losing here? Does this mean uh, the momentum he picked up is gone now?
1: Mm. I was, uh, as I said at the top of the show, I was not, uh, you know, following very extensively the SmackDown or Raw. So basically, I cannot say much. Sheamus has also returned recently and he is building momentum. And now with a loss and with the end of the show, I would rather think that maybe the tension between Jeff Hardy and Seamus has not ended yet. It, it, it They would collide one on one soon enough in my opinion. And as you said that Shame, uh, sheamus also uh, dominated as you said in this match and he is uh, he fights or he wrestles in an hard hitting european style while jeff hardy is basically an artist he works in a rather storytelling and aerial arsenal He has an aerial arsenal. And Jeff Hardy, we also got to know, he is a former champion, a former Intercontinental champion, and he wants to win the championship once more, as you reiterated in the initial promo, which happened before the match. And Sheamus has not won the Intercontinental Championship even once. And in the promo package... Seamus was calling uh, Jeff Hardy a junkie scumbag. That was also a little uh, unnerving to hear. But it's good good because it adds to the realism and it adds to the storytelling. And in the end, Jeff Hardy countered the bro kick for a roll-up for a pinfall victory with one arm and now for next week, for round two of the Intercontinental Championship Tournament, we have Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan, and we have Elias versus the phenomenal AJ Styles. That's what we have for next week for WWE SmackDown.
0: So I think it's going to be... Mainly Jeff Hardy and
1: Styles for the finals. Uh, they want to also work together. There was some uh, some interview in the past, and it would be great to see Jeff Hardy, a legend, versus AJ Styles, with we all uh, recently AJ Styles working with the Undertaker in a great match in a phenomenal match so it would be great to see that what aj styles brings out of jeff hardy it would be great looking forward if that happens in the finals and most probably as you are saying it would
0: so that was smackdown
1: yes that was smackdown
0: this this episode uh, was decent, mm-hmm. even for uh, a show like Smackdown, which has been, a, like I mentioned before, a horror movie every week.
1: <laughs> I am also uh, reading on social media and I would moreover agree that Smackdown is now the better show if you compare it with Monday Night Raw? And uh,
0: not actually, because uh, mainly it's Raw that is a better show nowadays.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that I read online because it might be the reason for uh, some people because they like wrestling Not so much with regards to storytelling or storylines or maybe their favorite wrestlers are on Smackdown. So that could be the reason why they are saying that Smackdown is better. And now Smackdown is also getting better ratings in uh, the United States. And now Raw is sinking. Is sinking now to the levels of AW dynamite. If they do not work to better the show, it might be huge trouble. It is now also huge trouble.
0: So, for
1: night raw.
0: So, before we go, uh, where, where can these guys find you?
1: Uh, guys you can find me on twitter and instagram at abby maniac a b b y m a n i a c and you can watch the latest episodes of wrestle square war at youtubecom square. i am abhishek aneja commentator and on screen general manager for the pro wrestling promotion Wrestle Square. So,
0: you guys can find Slam of Wrestling on Twitter at Slam Up W, Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling. Our podcasts and reviews are mainly audio based. And if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, then you can catch Slam of Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify as well. This was this Friday Night Smackdown review, and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Peace.